The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Trinidad and Tobago. Welcome, welcome to Human Impact on Freedom 106.5 FM. Tusca Martinez is my name. Must say thank you so much to Satish Mahabir and his guests for taking you through your Monday, well, your Tuesday. Not even Tuesday, Tusca. Today is Wednesday. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the budget talk that has the days off track. All right? So you have to excuse me. You have to bear with me. Because in some aspects, I'm in shock. Some in aspects, I'm like, okay, well, it's the same thing all over again. And in some aspects, I am proud of Trinidad and Tobago for actually voicing their opinion and making it known that we are watching the people that govern us and demanding better, demanding more, and demanding accountability. All right? Today, inside of our session, we've got our... Well, some interviews coming up with Dr. Leroy Hill, Director, Center for Excellence in Teaching and Learning. Going to talk about AI in education. He was here uh, about two weeks ago just to briefly talk about the symposium on AI. And I wanted to go into a little more depth with him in terms of education because, trust me, some of us parents ain't so hip on the technology and we need to understand how to protect our children, one, and also to encourage them to be aware and to, be, to embrace technology that's coming uh, into use for education, all right? And to make sure that we get, you know, bang for our buck because after paying all of these uh, tuition fees, etc., etc., you want to be able to know that all of that hard work that you're doing will, you know, bear fruits in the end. So that's coming up in the next five to ten minutes. And Dr. Hill will take us through his ideas and, uh, you know, give us more information so that we'll be better prepared to advise our children and to, you know, move forward. Also today, well, I will leave that for the next hour. I'll let you know hour by hour how things go. And I know that you're still very much in budget mode and venting mode so that's what you you'll be able to do today when you call me at 627-3223-625-2257 and of course 306-1065 that's that's the whatsapp board so you can send your messages there all right so i'm hoping that you're having a great day hope that you got to the office on time and if you're still on the roads of trinidad and tobago well Stick with us. We've got your company all the way till 12. Tobago Manufacturers Association is hosting their second small and medium enterprise pop-up shop Saturday 25th November 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Mahatma Gandhi Institute for Cultural Cooperation Mount Hope. Attractions include goods from 52 SMEs, face painting, bouncy castle, giveaways, product sampling and much more. Sufficient parking available. Sponsored by Digicel. Guardian Media. Freedom 106.5 FM. Medical Associates Hospital is the most affordable MRI imaging center in Trinidad and Tobago. 
patients have quick access to bookings and service, on-time appointments, high-quality, convenient, and fast scans. With $800 off all MRI scans, we guarantee we have the most affordable MRI service in Trinidad and Tobago. Medical Associates Hospital, number one healthcare for the entire family. The Sautex International Expo 2023 is on at Gulf City, the largest and most important business expo in South Trinidad. The Sautex International Expo will be held at the Gulf City Shopping Complex in La Romaine from Wednesday 3rd to Sunday 8 October. The Trade Expo will be open absolutely free to the public from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily. Thousands of exciting products will be on display and you will be able to check out the latest developments from almost every aspect of business. On Sunday, 8 October, our signature car and truck show will be held featuring some of the world's most expensive and exotic vehicles. The Sautex International Expo Gulf City Shopping Complex, La Romaine, Wednesday 3rd to Sunday, 8 October. Contact us at 735-7503 or 789-3874 or email us at SoutexEvents at G gmail.com Southex 2023 is sponsored by Southern Medical Clinic and Jerry's Car Parts Warehouse Limited. Your solution to talk is here. Is here. The Charmaine Ford Show is on Freedom 106.5 FM. Hosted by TNT's very own Charmaine Ford. It's innovative, informative, educational, and fun. And fun. It's not just talk. It's a whole lot more. It's all about making that connection with you. With you. Join us on Sundays, 12 noon to 3 PL. We're bringing to the conversation legendary celebrity guests, increasing awareness, finding solutions on different topics and issues, all while keeping it exciting. exciting. Call the Freedom 106.5 hotline and join the conversation at 627-3223 or 625-2257. Listen to the podcast on our website, tvcradionetwork.co.tt forward slash Freedom 1065 or tune in for the live stream on Freedom 106.5 FM Facebook page. The Charmaine Ford Show, Sundays from 12 noon to 3 p.m. on Freedom, Freedom. 106.5 FM for talk that matters. Experience cutting-edge technology and reliable IT services with PBS Technologies. We offer the best in IT and communication solutions. With five locations nationwide, we enhance your business efficiency and product quality by partnering with some of the biggest names in the industry. Dell, Leviton, Motorola, Google, Fortinet, Oracle, NCR, Hammermill, and Sharp. Contact us at 628-4010 or marketing at pbs.group. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at PBS Trinidad and Tobago. PBS Technology, we make things happen. Committed to our clients, backed by exceptional human capital. Ketchup was once sold as medicine. For 16 years, people thought that ketchup was medicine and it was prescribed to people suffering with diarrhea, rheumatism, jaundice, and indigestion. The belief was so popular that in 1834, the recipe for ketchup was sold in the form of tomato pills. Although numerous people began to sell ketchup as medicine, the market reportedly collapsed in the 1950s. Do you want to learn more about the world around you? The stories of the world have the power to transform our lives every day. Tune in to Freedom 106.5 FM daily or log on to tbcradionetwork.co.tt forward slash Freedom 1065 for Freedom Moments. Freedom Moments. Explore the world with us, then speak your mind on Freedom 106.5 FM.
welcome back on the inside of Human Impact on Freedom 106.5 FM. Good morning to you, just in case you're joining me at this very moment. You can call me now at 627-3223-625-2257. Looking at the front page of the Trinidad and Tobago Guardian, uh, top gives thumbs up to extended retirement age, longer work life. Business group wants phased implementation. Hmm. All right, and uh, on other headlines, three held in Guanapo siblings murder. Court rules, TTPS's tattoo policy is illegal. And uh, Trini Journalist wins BBC International Radio playwriting competition. I'll give you more information on that. So, just coming in with all the energy is Dr. Hill, Dr. Leroy Hill. So, we're going to step into our interview on the... uh, the, the aspect of AI, artificial intelligence in education. And about, uh, was it two weeks ago, Dr. Hill came to, you know, talk briefly about a symposium that was being held on that discussion on AI in education. And um, I felt that we needed to talk a little more about the concept, you know, just to give some more information to parents and teachers and um, how we're going to use that further on. Just to give you a brief you know, synopsis on Dr. Hill. He is the director of the Center for Excellence in Training and Learning, University of the West Indies, St. Augustine. He has been an educator for 20, 28 years, over 28 years at the secondary school level. He's served in various leadership posts, head of humanities and head of information technology departments before moving on to the Anguilla Community College, where he served as Director of Humanities and Education and Dean of Studies and Acting President. In 2017, Dr. Hill accepted an offer to serve as Dean of the School of Distance Education, University of Southern Caribbean, and in September of 2021, joined the University of the West Indies Synagogue Campus in his present role as Director of CETL. Good morning to you, Dr. Leroy Hill. How are morning, you? Morning, 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 Tosca. I had to race to get here because, you know, uh, there was an accident on the highway. So I'm, I'm really, truly honored to be there to continue that conversation we started when I came to First promote came. our open lecture. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm hoping that no one was severely injured in the accident I, on I the highway. I hope so myself. I hope so myself. I, I did see the police. On site, which so, is good. Yeah. So which means whoever's stuck in traffic right now, now you have an excuse to tell your <laughs> boss there was an accident on the highway, yeah. right? Okay, so let's briefly define what AI is in education. Well, I mean, I mean, AI itself is nothing new. I mean, uh, artificial intelligence in short is primarily uh, technology or tools that are used to mimic um, mm-hmm. human thinking, human human uh, responses and in terms of how they they respond how make it more human-like right i want to make it as 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 commonplace and uh, direct in that in that regard and so um it it's certainly the idea and concept of of artificial intelligence primarily started it it can also be seen as a branch of computer science Mm -hmm. but Primarily in the last recent, I would say November 2022, I think the, the, the old idea of a chat GBT has given rise to it. But mm-hmm. it's certainly something that is not new. And we see many things like chatbots. Chatbots has been with us for, for over 50 years. Okay, so could you briefly define chatbots for me? Because somebody who's not really a techie like myself, uh-huh. you know, uh, let me see if I, I have it. So chatbots, chat um, basically um, prompts 
to get you into a conversation. Yes. Yeah? Okay. Uh, and the whole idea, it's the, the, the bot is like uh, short for robot mm -hmm. and the chat conversation. So you'll notice that many sites have, um, you know, you have Jarvis, you have Watson, you have all these different uh, where you could put in responses and they give you a feedback rather oh, than okay. it, it makes you feel as if it's someone, but it's actually not someone. It's actually an algorithm with some uh, database of responses that's already prepared to give you those um, um, customer care or responses right. from that standpoint. Did you and just did you just use um, Harvey from Iron Man? So I guess that <laughs> well, would I, be I use that because right. yes, I don't know persons have used uh, Jarvis as an uh, it, 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 primarily if you follow. If you follow Iron Man, yes, it is. He, he yes. Okay, yes. so that that is a good picture for me because um, if you've seen the movie, this is the the um, the program that helps out Iron Man in his yes. production of his suits, etc., mm -hmm. and and basically managing his life. Mm. So that is um, that is what the chatbot would be. Well, I would say that more or less AI. AI, uh, AI right? But the chatbot is more interfacing between the chat. I think Jarvis, well, I, I don't want to go there. It's kind of science fiction. Right, yeah. But I mean, but it, if, it, you, if you want to say that's the direction that we seem to be going. Oh, yeah, that's the direction we seem to be going. And right. I think I think the discussions around this uh, uh, signals something that is called the fifth industrial in the revolution. Mm -hmm. um, and it's primarily where the coexistence of um, man and artificial intelligence, man and machines, mm -hmm. uh, the Internet of Things. You know, have in, you have Internet enabled in many different things. We have our fridge that will tell us, hey, this thing is going to expire, this thing. So it's, mm -hmm. it's those kind of symbiotic relationships between um, um, uh, humans. Um, but human human humanity at mm -hmm. central of all of this in this symbiotic relationship that exists between AI and, and humanity. So um, the... Going back to the use in ed education with mm -hmm. the chatbots, um, let's say, for example, um, we're doing uh, homework in chemistry mm -hmm. and the uh, lecturer is not present at the time, but has set out um, this chatbot to, let's say, discuss the fusion between certain chemicals mm -hmm. and the questions are put into the algorithm mm -hmm. and... Um, I guess ask the students the questions. Yeah. How how can we determine uh, the uh, validity of the answers of the students if we are using that sort of um, chat? Yeah. How, how well, do we do and, that? And Tosca, the, the, sh the short of it is um, garbage in, garbage out. Mm -hmm. So if if errors are in entered, the students will also get those errors, and that's one of the challenges even for generative AI. Mm -hmm. and I'll explain what that is in a while mm -hmm. um, in that the the biasness the 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 hallucinations that exist the inaccuracies mm -hmm. exist because it works on what was given to it okay and so if you have errors in in there it is going to give you errors as well and, and it sometimes doesn't know the answer but it gives you something and it it proposes as the answer when it's not. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think for me, it's important that you, you acknowledge, hey, um, this is a tool, it's an assistant, it's a tutor, mm -hmm. and there are limitations. Um, with the large language model, which actually facilitates or, or really enables generative AI, that's a little bit much more exciting. And mm -hmm. we saw that in November, 2020, in November of 20, last year, when when OpenAI, which is a company, mm -hmm. and let's be let's be straight, the 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 company, the reason why they're doing this is to make money. 
I've, I've heard <laughs> their name come up so Hopefully, many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And they're not the only ones um, advancing this technology, but certainly we've seen we've seen um, the tool being used uh, in a very uh, and we see the whole idea of human-like responses. So persons mm -hmm. say, yes, this is. You and know, it's valid, it's, and it's, I can use it in yeah, in, in other situations. In other situations and mm -hmm. so forth. So for me, again, is the, the 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 biasness within the data that is entered because it's crawling the internet. Mm -hmm. So if you have information on the internet that's that's been uh, um, entered with a certain bias, or and we do know there are many. Mm -hmm. you, politically, you have things that are left, right, central, you know, and, and so forth. So the the, the 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 key thing here is that AI necessarily does not know uh, morality. It does mm -hmm. not right from wrong. And so it will give you certain things. And so this is where um, I, I think it's very important within education for us to create that awareness okay. amongst ourselves as educators for the schools, because let's face it, the students are using it. They, they, they are the first to try it out. Yeah. They are the first to try it. And out. I guess they would be the it. first to learn about it because oh, yeah. they are mm -hmm. more actively engaged online than mm -hmm. most of us old people <laughs> we have to be honest yes all right uh, yes. is there a discussion amongst lecturers and um people who give accreditation to the use of ai um and how we are going to well one of the first things that come up on my mind is plagiarism plagiarism yeah. how do we how are lecturers and and professors using that to detect what is real and what is not real well mm, that's a that's a that's a deep question mm -hmm. because plagiarism existed even before AI. And I think once we can acknowledge that uh, you are not, not attributing mm -hmm. content that is not yours to someone else, you know, you, you know um, um, or we are allowing the AI to do it for us. It fits within academic dishonesty. And mm -hmm. I think one of the key things we need to do is to raise awareness of um, what is academic dishonesty and so forth. And definitely using AI uh, to do your work for you mm -hmm. constitute that. So, um, But how do we tell the difference? That's the problem. I, I think it begins to pose a, a challenge for us as educators in how do we design our assessments. Right. And how we design our okay. assessment. So we 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 are seeing the need to really I, I wouldn't say cheat proof, but to create an assessment that makes it more difficult for students to 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 cheat. And mm -hmm. um, there are ways in which you can do that. And and if, even in the assessment process, um, um, even before the students do it, is is the way you design it. And let let me give an example. Um, you may tell a student, or you may um, write an assessment saying, okay, describe transactional um, uh, to types of different leaders mm -hmm. and so forth. You know, it can crawl the internet mm -hmm. and it can crawl and, and get that information about, about those two persons and give you, you know, that put. But if you make it a little bit more contextual, mm -hmm. okay, uh, how do you describe or, or critique the leadership style of this person and that mm -hmm. for this particular event, mm -hmm. and you, you you because it 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 certainly gives you the opportunity to to zone in on cultural aspects. Um, so making it more contextual in terms of the uh, terms of reference is important, and 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 and, and ensuring that there is uh, need for us to uh, 
at times sometimes do it in pieces so mm -hmm. you can see okay yes let's consult let's first of all come up with a plan mm -hmm. and if the plan is different to what you're seeing definitely you know that you know that was generated so I think it's the rethinking of how our assessment the the the, the, the kind of lesson reliance on those summative and more formative uh, aspects is 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 what is because in, in reality, the students are, are, are using, I, I remember Nancy Gleason in one of the articles that she wrote is, if we are denying or stopping or, or students from using AI, mm -hmm. then uh, we are, it's a social injustice because at the end of the, they're, they're going to be using it by the, by the time they're ready for work. In fact, they're using it now. Mm -hmm. In the world of work, they're using it. To and letters and, and so forth. That was one of the things that we mentioned when we first uh, spoke about it, yeah. how, how it's going to be applied for future employment yeah. and how do we train um, the students coming into school yeah. to use AI yeah. in, in future employment. Um, something just crossed my mind while we were talking mm -hmm. about um, research and so on. Maybe we can... Uh, program the assessment in such a way that it forces uh, students to go back to the library yeah. and actually read the, the hard cover books. Mm -hmm. um, I know that many books are online now. Yeah. Um, I, I'm actually thinking how would libraries survive AI? How, what are your opinion on that? I am, I, I am very pro books, mm -hmm. but I have migrated right now most of my books and my reading digital mm -hmm. because it's just it's just easier, less paper, and more right. environmentally um, friendly. And friendly and so forth. Mm -hmm. I know some persons like the feel of books in their hand. I'm one but of those. Yeah. one of those. Yeah. And, and for those, definitely. And there are times when I want old books, for example, I have this old books, The Children's Mission, and I just, it, it brings back so much fun memories that mm -hmm. even when I'm touching it and holding it, it, it kind of conjures up all those, all those um, feelings. So I, I do think that the chart can be used as in a very innovative way. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, the teacher or teachers can create the assessment in that they allow students to use chat GBT in certain parts of the assessment. Mm -hmm. One being, perhaps um, you can pose a particular point and uh, a stance, and and ChatGPT can be part of a debate, but taking a particular stance. Mm -hmm. So you can you can ask students to reflect on the whole process mm -hmm. of that debate. Right. So you can mm -hmm. use it as that tool, just as if they were debating with someone else, but they're debating with. Uh, uh, the chatbot. A, a chatbot. Right. Well, AI. Mm -hmm. um, uh, generative AI. And the generative AI here, and, and I, I said I would explain that, is, is, is really much more than the typical AI because it, it works on the premise of a large, a large set of language models that have billions and billions of um, combinations that mm -hmm. make it very, very much easy to mimic human uh, communication mm -hmm. responses. And um, and so we see those um, being very important because it's not just text, it's images. Mm. Uh, they're generating new forms of, of data. And this is where the question comes around. Um, who's, who, whose data is it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whose data is it? And, and how, do you, how can you attribute something to an AI? And it found it somewhere on the internet. It is, it that was morally, may or may not been put by a real person by a real onto person, the internet, right? Or it may have been put by somewhere, and it does take it as it at mm -hmm. its own and present it. And now uh, we are being told that we have to attribute ChatGPT 
for, mm. to give me something, but it got it from someone else, and it doesn't know where where, where does it comes from. It. And we have artwork, we have uh, you know all these different things that actually can be generated from that. So, I mean, there's there's so many tools coming up, and, and so many. And I'm wondering if we if they are ahead of us, or, or or are we able to even catch up to where they're at presently? When uh, we come back, we're going to take a short yes, break, yes. and when we come back, um, we will talk about the creative side of mm -hmm. using AI. Um, should it, should we say it encourages the, the creativity of the student? Um, mm -hmm. Would it be holding us back? We will find out when we'll we come back. <laughs> this is Freedom 106.5 FM. <laughs> This is Freedom 106.5 FM, and uh, we're back inside of studio with Dr. Leroy Hill, and we're talking about AI in education. And the thing is, it's, this is such a complex subject that sometimes we would be talking about one point and so many <laughs> other things will come forward and we yeah. kind of lose where we are. But mm -hmm. um, let's start over with, um, co uh, I was talking about off air, the COVID, I seem to have solved so many problems. Mm. Um, I was talking to Dr. Hill about the fashion side of the AI involvement, where we had to figure out how to present to our customers, mm. our new line, um, new ideas and, mm. you know, sketches and etc. And AI was used to present an entire fashion show in some cases. Mm -hmm. um, talked about new fabrics and colors and all of that without having to come together because we were afraid yeah. to spread the, um, the disease. Mm -hmm. And from that, uh, the tools were, are now being used to create other things. And in creative mm -hmm. side in education, there are art students who found that, you know, you can generate whole bodies and faces yeah. and so on and in some cases look better than if it is you enjoy it by, <laughs> enjoy hand. by hand in some case you know how are we to in terms of education give credit to the real creative process and you be graded for that so that at the end of your uh, time at school mm -hmm. you can receive either your bachelor's or your certificates diplomas and so on how, how are we going to deal with that? that i i i think tosca um um technology on a whole mm -hmm. has influenced the way we uh you know from the creative side um from fashion mm -hmm. to music mm -hmm. and whether it is ai or any particular tool the question is, and I remember in school, we, we, we had to do things where I, I did technical drawing, we had to do, but now you all do it online, AutoCAD. Mm -hmm. you, you, as you mentioned, you don't have to draw, you can use uh, a, yeah, a program. And, Photoshop and is Photoshop one. And, yeah, and, yeah. and so forth. So the tools are there. Um, I, I think in terms of the, your creativity mm -hmm. is perhaps uh, assisted with the technology because it makes it quicker. Uh, efficiency for me is one of those things that comes out naturally um, use of technology to include AI mm -hmm. because as a creative I know sometimes there are some persons who may want a particular way in writing a song mm -hmm. but now persons could use um, loops they can use beats they can actually mm -hmm. go on they can do many different things creative and you can actually use AI to, to, to kind of prompt um, songwriting mm -hmm. And, and so forth. So I, I personally don't think um, um, it's a deterrent. It perhaps enhances the creativity, mm -hmm. but I really want to look at the human impact. Mm -hmm. Because the human impact, um, 
should be clear. And, and I think this is where, from the education standpoint, we are missing the opportunity. And, and one of the things I remembered is that how fast, you mentioned the speed of, of uh, adoption. Mm-hmm. I think it is going very, very quick. And we are, ke- we are trying to catch up. We have not caught, we've not caught up yet. Mm-hmm. And for many, for many governments and many institutions, they, they have not set their minds to how do we control the narrative of this thing called artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one of the key challenges we have within education in that we need to ensure that there are guidelines and there are policies and there are regulations to really support its responsible and ethical use. Because I think, like any other tool, if you don't create that and control that narrative, you have a misuse, which in proportion could be very, very... We, we see a lot of things being used, uh, deep, deep fake, we call them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And AI is being used for that. Mm-hmm. Morally, you, you really want to think uh, the persons are being blackmailed because of deep fakes and, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And um, in the education setting, we've seen creative sides of teachers having a teaching assistant. Mm-hmm. So the teacher is not there physically, but they were able to put text and say, this is what I want you to say. Mm-hmm. And the bot comes on, and you see virtual assistant, uh, an avatar comes up, and it opens its mouth, and it says those words. Mm-hmm. So again, creatively, you can do a lot of things, and, uh, and it, really it was, explore um, and many things that you can do. So I, I guess what we're really touching on is the ethical use yes. of AI mm-hmm. in education and across the board. Yeah. Right. Um, we brought up Open AI a little mm-hmm. while ago, and the reason why I, I remember that name is there's a lawsuit currently between John Grisham mm-hmm. and J.R.R. Tolkien, their estates, well, J.R.R. Tolkien estates, for um, plagiarism, wow. whereas a student or a group of people were um, putting together papers mm-hmm. and they realized that some of the materials from the books were used in that. Mm-hmm. And the, the similarities yeah. are there, even mm-hmm. though it, a few words were changed and so on. Mm-hmm. And they've been calling for uh, companies like OpenAI to be very vigilant and responsible because it's one thing to say you want to do a version of yeah. or use the styling of but when it comes to word for word, yeah. um, well, you're fooling the people, basically. And you, you put together something and you get credit for it yeah. and they don't. Yeah. Uh, where's the balance? How do we mm. be compensated for it? And I think that's an important part of the equation because... We, we mentioned OpenAI and these companies are doing this to make a profit, mm-hmm. um, but they're making a profit uh, in a very volatile and in unethical way, mm-hmm. Ineth- well, unethical, uh, because they're not attributing the content to the original source. Mm-hmm. They're not giving credit. They're not, um, um, they're not paying us, the users. In fact, mm-hmm. whenever we are using the system, we are improving the, the machine is learning. Yes. It's improving. It's it's receiving it's information. It's receiving information. Right. And it's, it's 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 learning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how to respond and so forth. And we are not unconsciously or some unconsciously aware that hey, we are part. The human impact here mm-hmm. is that we are part of that success mm-hmm. of the AI being more accurate. Mm-hmm. All right. And the the mere fact that you have the more expensive version, which is version four, for example, for ChatGPT have less hallucinate. It means that, okay, they're built on the mistakes from the, the version three, which is open. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that model is something that needs to be questioned. And it, it's obviously, we, if we understand, number one, 
uh, privacy issues, uh, issues of biasness, because what's in the internet is mm-hmm. is there from a person standpoint, the human part, mm-hmm. and we we as human have our values, and we we have those values um, um, being represented by the data that we express um, and and so forth. Just go in there and pull it and saying that's correct mm-hmm. is certainly something. It's a and dangerous thing. It's a dangerous thing, and mm-hmm. I think this is where uh, the Ministry of Education um, can begin to really put policies in place to ensure that hey. Uh, even if a teacher uses it to create a lesson plan, let's be sure that you are still mm-hmm. in control. Teaching, you can have interaction in teaching, but the social aspect of teaching mm-hmm. um, still needs a human touch. Uh, it still needs a human in, in the, the, and, and I think that's the human impact aspect because mm-hmm. I do know there's some. Uh, we were just speaking in a meeting yesterday um, of and the report. I'm not. I'm not at liberty to say, but uh, classes were replaced with AI. Yeah, so uh, teachers already? Would, yeah, already low numbers and so forth. And that's great and innovative, very, very innovative. And I, I really applaud that. Um, but we can see already the impact, positive impact, but also mm-hmm. the questionable impact in terms of other things, uh, how you do that. And so I think it's very important for us to um, begin to look at those discussions. Mm-hmm. When you're using a teacher as an AI, what are some of the things that you need to do and, and so forth? And the I'm, checks sure, I'm sure and not balances. those things were done. Right. But in terms of from an education standpoint, if a teacher is doing that and they're doing and there are no guidelines, there they, they, they can be some uh, elements. Uh, yeah. So you can have interactivity, but you don't have the morality. Mm-hmm. You don't have the morality. You don't have the ethics. You don't have the social part because that's what makes it human. Well, one of the uh, well, I've had discussions with Carl Beaver Henderson and Aina Earl from Music and Fashion, and one of the things that we talked about is AI replacing jobs in these different fields. And here you are talking about AI <laughs> replacing already replacing yeah, teachers. Yeah, yeah, it's happening. It's a little scary. It's happening. Uh, I think I think it can be scary and exciting at the both time. At the same time. At the same time. Yeah. But I think the scary part is the unregulatedness mm-hmm. about everything. And I think, um, well, I mean, I'm declaring because if you're going to have an AI, first of all, the students need to know. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was just chatting with someone and say, you know what? I I received so quick response from I. It almost feel like it was an AI mm-hmm. teaching me. Mm. <laughs> well, like, responses is it very that, quick and efficient. Is it that we can have the option to choose? Look at <laughs> look at where we're reaching now. Okay, when we register in for school, do I want a computer to teach me, or yeah. do I want a real life teacher to be mm. there? Mm, I am so glad I kind of finished school. (laughs) (laughs) It's happening. Because I think the human element of it, Mm. besides, um, okay, AI is going to be stringent and and give you just straight up words on a paper, Mm -hmm. quote unquote facts. We're using facts in in quotes, right? Uh, The human teacher can give you experience and Mm -hmm. a different voice when bringing forth the information. Mm -hmm. You know, when I went down the road, I went to, you know, and I I got this new. cake or you know the the human story yeah. is there with the ai i guess you could get the story too eh? if yeah. you if you ain't check you, yourself you can get the story because, yeah um uh, it's very intelligently constructed you mm-hmm. know to give you those uh, and and there there are different levels in which you can get those responses to how to write creative or to write scientific and and so forth uh, the key the key part for me here is uh, awareness mm-hmm. bringing awareness to all of this so persons can use them use the tool and, and rightly so it is a tool and I encourage persons to use it because uh, I remembered how can you really be part of the discussion if you have not really 
tested it and say, okay, yes, and definitely. See, okay, yes. So right. I think persons need to be aware. And part of that awareness is, is, is using the tool and come to a decision and say, how can I use it to improve? Um, um, but with clear, clear aspects of how it impacts, mm-hmm. you know, education. I mean, the wider view of things, we don't look at things like the environment. And um, uh, AI and those supercomputers, mm-hmm. they, they have an environmental impact. Mm-hmm. And on uh, looking at the wider human impact issues, um, you know, we can certainly look at that, how much water it would take to cool it and all those different... Yeah, the, the, com- the carbon the, imprints. Exactly. The carbon footprint, sorry. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I think if someone is using those things responsibly, knowing number one, the privacy issues, the regulation issues, the ethics, the morality, and so forth. You'll be you'll be very guarded in ensuring that certain. You, know, you asked earlier, um, how can I use AI to detect? Mm-hmm. You can use it to detect, but it will be a, a an ethical violation of the student's rights mm-hmm. to enter any student work um, without their consent mm-hmm. in the AI. Okay, AI could tell me that if this was AI generated, and so mm-hmm. it should be able to, but. Um, rightly so, you would need, which is why companies like TurnitIn, they usually have a disclaimer clause and students have to agree before um, the actual application is activated from their end. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it's in learning management systems and so forth, and, and they do have uh, the algorithm in, in TurnitIn which detects plagiarism, mm-hmm. um, but that, that algorithm is still not perfect because it is it was based on an earlier version of 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 the you know artificial this intelligence. This is it's when you look so, at it, it's very technical. It is, and, it is. and also um, impacting laws as well. Yeah. So they, y'all have a lot of work to do. Oh yes, we do. We do. Yeah. And we started at the University of the West Indies. We started by having a very frank discussion, and and mm-hmm. so we are working on a position paper and very embryonic uh, stage, but we we, we kind of. Uh, explicated it at our last um, Board of Undergraduate Studies meeting yesterday and mm-hmm. uh, in the right direction, a position in how we can use it, ethically responsible, uh, ensuring that we understand all those parameters and then later on we, the guidelines will follow. Mm-hmm. But it, it's important that the, and I, I'm using the word narrative, you really have to control the narrative because if persons don't know, they go and they use it from a sense of um, wanting to know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that wanting to know of self-discovery becomes dangerous because they be, you know they come up with the idea yes I can use this and I use it in a particular way and then present it as my work mm-hmm. um, you know I, I, I can present it as fact mm-hmm. uh, when in, in fact what is on the internet is not is not always well, fact. yeah I know so we have to uh, protect against agendas agendas be, be it pro or con exactly you know whichever Political, way you st- where you stand exactly yeah, exactly uh, so, well, we talked about the ethical side of it. Um, we talked about enhanced online discussion boards. Mm-hmm. That will be the bots. Um, I see that it can work in some subjects, especially where um, travel and distance may be an issue mm-hmm. for students coming to and from. Um, I can see it working with um, redu- reducing the bulkiness of a, of a subject. Yeah. But it but it also amazes me and frightens me how far it can go and um, how much it really adapts and it almost thinks for itself, if you could say. 
What do you think? I, I don't know about the thinking up for itself part because that that would make it sentient. Mm. That it, it, well, it cannot. <laughs> I think in iRobots already. Remember, we're still stuck on Iron Man and Harley. Iron Man, right. right? <laughs> yeah, I think the surrealism and the sci-fi would come in right there. And, uh, and you see the writing thinking. program of the school, they yeah, would uh, they would enjoy yes, something like yes, this. Yes, they would. You know? <laughs> Certainly think. It, the, the lines are so close. Yeah, it is. It is close. And and, and for many persons, um, that's where they are. That's their reality. Intrigued by the use of the tool. Um, to me, I mean, as an educator, I mean, doing things like lesson plans which for me doing a lesson plan takes long time mm-hmm. when you can give it the parameters give it the context you can give it the um learning outcomes and that's a low-hanging fruit i get a lesson plan in two three minutes mm-hmm. and it's a starting point i spend less time with that and more time thinking about how i can create a very interactive sessions how i can en- engender critical thinking mm-hmm. um you know being able to engage and they're, they're, right now, there are many of the learning management systems and apps that can create, even pull the content for you. When you mm-hmm. press, you press an option and say, "Okay, this is the option. These are the topics." It goes ahead. The, the, the data is there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's there, and then you verify, and then it gives you a, a, a nicely. And you mentioned chunking mm-hmm. uh, is one of those things in bite-sized pieces of information rather than just making it too much. Right. Um, and, and so it's important there to see AI as part of that in uh, helping us as educators, as, as tools, tools, as right. tools in our course design and our assessments. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, doing multiple choice que- question items also takes a very long time to do do it right as, as well. Mm-hmm. And if you train the artificial intelligence generative AI um, it can give you very meaningful, relevant, and reliable um, assessment questions. Mm-hmm. And then you can actually uh, ask it, how can I meaningfully uh, engage critical thinking just as, a, as an assistant? Mm-hmm. And one of those things that persons um, um, think about and talk about is the whole idea of how do I get most, the optimal use out of the tool? Because just giving it at surface level, mm-hmm. isn't, you're not going to get. And so that is why the whole idea of prompt engineering Mm-hmm. Which is a way of communicating with the uh, the the chatbot, well, well, with the generative AI tool, to get as much as possible um, a correct response. Mm-hmm. So you can simply say, "Give me an essay on this," but you give it the context. I am a, you know, I require a seven hundred to five hundred, you know, mm-hmm. to a thousand word mm-hmm. essay written in a particular style in and and very academic and signed you know mm-hmm. cite at least you know and, and so forth cite at least three papers three, three four papers books that i can use four right. books i can use mm-hmm. in that and um give me some ideas of how the outline will look like and that's a starting point mm-hmm. um and you do the same thing with your peers you constantly say i have an, I have a, an idea for an article um you know uh what are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. And the person say, okay, but you know this, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of this article, I'm thinking of this thing. It still points back to that it becomes a kind of body. Yeah. You know, you know, Interaction so must be there. Interactions must be there. But right. to tell it to go and do it, I think this is where we, we want to be very careful. And I think this is where you start with the responsible use, mm-hmm. the ethical use of, of, of doing that. Um, I'm, I'm seeing more um, dissertations happening. Oh, Yeah. Um, yeah. I am seeing, um, well, I think, what, was it version 4? And version 4 right now is actually crawling the internet live. So that's wow. scary. It's live. Um, version 3, so if, for example, and I, I, I did a little test, 
um, in terms of um, philosophers, education philosophers, and, and uh, it actually gave the date of um, some of the f- philosophers who died mm. in 2022 <laughs> to 2021. So, and, and they had them, uh, it, it says to, to present. Mm. <laughs> so for someone who, say, who looks at that and thinks that's gospel, okay, you need to know and now go and do your research and, and those different things, which again, the human element. We need to know. Um, I, I see you all things. actually like creating a, a, a monitoring department <laughs> at the university <laughs> now where you, you, you strictly assign people to be on the Internet mm. and searching for that information and trying to um, validate. Mm. Ooh, I, I'm, I'm really in well, awe. I, I think the, the work of um, examiners will become more um, challenging, mm-hmm. but I still think that I mean, I mean cheating is an old long thing. And I, I could have hired someone to do my dissertation mm-hmm. ethically. That's inc- that you know, and, and and really learn it and very good. You have persons who are very good in sp- speaking well mm-hmm. and, and and so forth. So it, it still doesn't remove from the ethical side of it. And, and I think this is where we really want to, uh, rather than banning it, you really want to promote the ethical use of it. Of it yeah. I, I, I'm re- reminiscent of the cell phone banning philosophy and yeah. they're not teaching the students the ethical, how to ethically use these devices and they and leave with that. That was something... They enter the world of work with that kind of mindset. That was something Beaver said. He said, you know, this is the witch hunt season of AI mm-hmm. where a lot of people who don't understand it uh, will downplay it and say oh don't use it get rid of it mm. it's going to take away this it's going to take away that and yeah. he said just just wait and see yes. wait it yeah. out it's going to be part of life yeah. just like you say your cell phone yeah. uh the television because remember they wanted to ban t- tv as well oh boy it, I, 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 grew right? <laughs> I grew up on tv i grew up on tv i love and radio yeah. They, yeah. they said that radio would bring in evil spirits into yes. the house yes. keep it out of your house if you look at the history of these oh, things yeah, yeah. Um, so the awe is there amongst mm-hmm. everyone, and I guess we just have to figure out where do we place it. Um, I'm thinking this is especially serious for education because it it's is. the molding it of is. young minds. Young minds. You know, we got some phone calls coming in. Let's yeah. take some questions. Yeah, please, no problem. Six two seven three two two three six two five two two five seven. What do you think in this day and age? Do we, you know, embrace it or just throw it out the door? Hello, good morning. <laughs> Hi, good morning, Kai. Um, not Kai, the Tosca. Tosca, yes. Good yeah, morning. Good morning. Security away. Um, I must admit, I, I'm at a little bit of a disadvantage when it comes to um, AI. I'm not fully, um, you know, aware of, of the implications of it. But I must ask, um, on the base of it, and a little bit that I know, is is it possible for us to control it? It is. Uh, it is something that is designed to think and to learn and my little bit of knowledge about thinking and learning is it's boundless it's it's limitless Mm -hmm. and i i i'm wondering how much control we can you know as human beings in spite of the fact that we created it how much control can we um institute over it its ability to learn how much it learns um can we put a limit can we say you can learn this much and, and go no further (laughs) <laughs> and I, you know, it, 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 I, I don't understand it fully, mm-hmm. but um, mankind has always created um, tools to assist it. And, um, but, but tools 
um, are something customarily over the last 3,000 years. We've mm -hmm. created tools that assist our bodies. This is one that's created to assist our minds. Hmm. I am, I, 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 we've never created a, a, a tool. Mankind has never created a tool that assists the mind. It's always something that assists the body. This is a departure from that. It's a tool nonetheless. But again, I, I must stress, I don't know how, I, I, I'm suspicious, I'm sus yeah, suspicious is the word. I'm suspicious as to how we can state definitively that we are able to, um, to, control, to control this tool it. and how much, we can, how much we can stop it from learning. Thank you so much for your call, Doctor. I, I, I would only say here, caller, that um, uh, limitations, uh, the companies that are pushing this, they're doing this for profit. Mm. And and this is where the uh, and I think even uh, some time ago they actually called for a moratorium uh, six months because they they recognize this thing that they have created is moving faster than they've than uh, they can they keep up with keep up with mm -hmm. and so they want they were they were honest they were honest in, in saying okay here there are some ethical things that we need to consider mm -hmm. and in terms of the parameters I I think this is where the ethical components can be programmed within the system as much as possible. <laughs> but to say re regulated, uh, it's, it's not regulated right now. And, um, and, and the idea here is that it learns continuously. Um, while we sleep in. While, while we sleep in. It's a supercomputer. Yeah. And so I, I certainly think it's going to be impossible to say that you're telling it don't, don't. Yeah. Let's take another call. Hello, good morning. Good morning, calling from Pinal. Good morning, Pinal. How are you? Yeah, it is my view that since this is just software, which you can sit in your house or somewhere and create, um, that it's going to be ungovernable, hmm. uncontrollable. Mm -hmm. And that somebody somewhere with, uh, you know, a keen interest in what it could do will push all ethical boundaries. And what are ethical boundaries anyhow? in this case mm -hmm. and um, we'll eventually it will take us over and we <laughs> will just be obstacles to the march of brain power <laughs> and it will dispose of us and AI <laughs> will run whatever is they have created AI has created because if you're going to have all of your factories and everything run by AI and AI is running AI Mm. And that's where it's heading. Mm. It's not going backwards. You know, we are gone. We are gone. It's it's taking over. Thank you. Thank you so much for your uh, call. And and in a in a very technical way, we we see the 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 history of the industrial revolution, mm -hmm. um, and we are right now at 5.0 color, <laughs> uh, which 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 is scary for some persons. Uh, the symbiotic relationship between AI and and human beings. Um, it's still something that is questionable. How do we go about regulating that? How do we go about controlling that? So I, I would not say to the point that they is, is going to take over, but certainly there are, there are considerations in, in um, understanding how well we can um, have parameters that mm -hmm. would you know, prevent certain things. But right now, I mean, these are similar discussions we've had about some of the tools that came out previously. I remember social media when it, you know, persons were saying social media was evil and mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and and so forth. And we unregul it was unregulated, still remains 
Um, and a lot of your young people are using it and we have not taught them the ethical use of it and sometimes it's just really alarming to see what's done on it. Mm -hmm. So I think the discussion that and at Tusco you're taking, in, the human impact means to keep humanity at central uh, of yeah. all of this. Mm -hmm. um, even though some of us might be in kind of surreal and within the sci-fi realm um, this, it, 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 this was sci-fi, <laughs> however many years ago, we in the reality of it now. So understand how, because I'm yeah. hearing uh, the caller talking about it yeah. and saying this unregulated. And it, I'm mm -hmm. thinking iRobot, mm -hmm. Matrix, mm -hmm. all of these. Uh, if you read um, from literature, I did The Chrysalids. I don't mm -hmm. know if you remember that, if you ever read that book. I can't remember that one. The Chrysalids, uh -huh. Trinidad and Tobago, if you could get that in your bookstore, mm -hmm. buy it and, and you'll understand. It's... Um, it's oh gosh i forgot the it, dystopian is the mm. word right so we're going from the industrial side mm. of everything and then moving to ai and telepathy and all of this mm. kind of thing so i'm like i've been reading about these things from since i small so yeah. you know it feels like we're now we're entering into that mm. um oh gosh we only have about three more minutes again but just to generally recap on where uh the University of the West Indies and other schools are looking at AI. Just to recap, um, how are measures being put in place so that newcomers going into schools can have a fair chance yeah. to to produce and to present mm -hmm. and, you know, I, I guess say have a clean degree. <laughs> right, right. I mean, yeah? the, the remit for us at within the Center for Excellence in Teaching and Learning is to really uh, promote teaching excellence mm -hmm. and teaching excellence um, when seen from uh, you know a, a very careful and intentional point of is ethical mm -hmm. teaching is at the foremost ethical and so uh, bringing that awareness to the tool um, and and showing how you can use it but within an ethical responsible ethical way mm -hmm. is our agenda and in, in all our training in all of our uh, activities that's what we're doing and we are also contributing socially in community, talking to persons. So this here is, is part of, because we do want persons to be aware that, hey, you know, we, we're hearing a lot of questionable things about AI, mm -hmm. but ignoring it is not the option. Yeah, it's not going to work. Um, yeah. It's not going to go mm -hmm. away. It's here. So how do you coexist with it, which is part of the, the agenda for Industrial 5.0? How do you coexist with it? Um, and how do you use it? responsibly as uh, educators to advance your profession mm -hmm. but also to facilitate the teaching and learning process for the students because uh, if we don't the students certainly will be uh, the ones who will be taking lead as they did for social media yep and then we will know our head from our tail, basically. <laughs> Dr. We're, Hill, yes. I want to thank you so much for coming in again and giving us this insight. And um, as a parent, and uh, for many parents out there, I think they would be able to uh, probably not fully understand yeah. it, but be aware of yeah. it so that when they go into the PTA meetings and mm. so on, they can ask a question. Yes. Yes. And as it's not only at university level, uh, people. Mm. This is from primary, primary. Yeah. Kindergarten, kindergarten level, yeah. you know, um, because so a lot of apps, a lot of apps have AI enabled. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the reason why we're hearing about uh, generative AI now is because of um, Blackboard and mm -hmm. you know even Bing. If you use Bing right now, it actually has the affordance of using Chat uh, the engine from Chat 4.0. Mm -hmm. So you're getting that free. So if, so persons who don't want to use the 3.5, they can actually use the Bing 
uh, which will give you a more, it's less hallucinogenic. Right. <laughs> less, of that, less of that. Thank you so <laughs> but, much. But it still does it. It's still inaccurate. You know, it's, not, it's, it's still not, inaccurate. It's not perfect. Just as we human beings are not perfect. Exactly. Inside, but we know. still want to keep the human yes. impact A involved human impact there. Central. Yeah, so that yeah. we can know when to log on and when to log off. Mm -hmm. That's the aim. Thank you so much again, Dr. Hill. No problem. Trinidad and Tobago, it is exactly 10 o'clock in the nation's capital. Going to take a short break and of course we will take your phone calls. If you want to continue the conversation on the next side and give your opinion on AI, that's fine. Um, I know that we still budget heavy, so we'll talk about that as well and take a look at your Trinidad Guardian in the next hour. So stay tuned. This is Freedom 106.5 FM. The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio, Freedom 106.5.